Hello and welcome to the Morning Floss. Today I've got a very special guest here, Youth MP of Farmers North, Hemi Pinfold Whanga. Would you like to introduce yourself? Kia ora. Um, ko Hemi Tokuungawa, te kouma whutuoku tau, he urio no Tuhui. Uh, my name's Hemi Pinfold Whanga, I'm 17 and from Tuhui. Can you tell me a bit about Rongatea, where you come from? Oh, true, yeah. So I live out in Rongatea, which is um small small rural settlement out in um the Manawatu. And um quite a small population, only a like couple hundred if that. Um but it's awesome. It's a really nice, um, close knit community. And um yeah, I really enjoy it out there and th- that kind of a rural um feeling. Yeah, we'll we'll stick with Rongatea for a bit cause, uh so we we are in the same circles. Uh, we find ourselves in Rongatea quite a bit. I quite like Rongatea because it's, it is rural. It's what, about 20 minutes from? Yeah, I guess from like 20, 25 minutes from the Yeah, 20, from 25 square. minutes. Um, Hemi's got a house and he often accommodates a lot of the boys. Um, and then there's just, you know, you, it might not look like there's much to do, but there is a lot to do in Rongatea. There sure is, there sure is, and I think, you know, I um, I think about it more and more, and I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, I hate it here, there's nothing to do, but um, Rongotia is the perfect example, because mm. you need to make your own fun, Yeah. you know what I mean, and I think that sometimes fun that you, you know, you make yourself is actually the best, and I think that, um, you know, obviously, say you're in Auckland or something, you could pay to go to any place um, do anything but what actually is more i guess what means more to yourself yeah you know what i mean if if you're with your mates you know you have nothing to do and you think all right let's let's find something to do yeah you know you make something out of nothing i feel like that means the most more than um you know doing doing nothing um or doing just just paying for an experience we got deeply philosophical a lot earlier than I expected, but I like it. I like it. Um, more about Rongatea, Damesh. 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 Yeah, well, he is, um, I guess, an icon in the community. Yeah. Um, explain what Damesh is for the viewers who haven't had the pleasure. Yeah, so Damesh is, um, he owns the Rongatea um, Foursquare. Um, so that is, yeah, the the dairy in in Rongotea there's only one and um yeah it's just a um he he's really involved in in the community and everyone Mm. everyone knows who he is and he knows who you are as well which is kind of I will admit a bad thing because (laughs) he's kind of like the he's the guy that he sometimes he knows things that I've done before I know I know that I've done them sometimes if they make sense like right. you know I might be heading in there one day and he's like oh I heard you were doing this and this last night and I was like, oh you know how, yeah. how do you know so um yeah but he's just yeah really really kind man and um yeah just a real backbone to the community yeah. now your residence have you got a name for your house has it ever been called anything? Have we ever called it anything? No, no. No, yeah, we haven't, eh? No. I think, yeah, I've I've thought about that too. I know, obviously, Jack has the Batcave. Yeah, the um, Batcave. I'm not sure if he talked about that on the, no, on the last we, we episode. Didn't. We did talk about his 
house, but not the Batcave. Oh, true. Well, um, obviously, yeah, he's got the Batcave. Um, but no, I just haven't really named the house. Um, I feel like, again, going back to that um, kind of rongotea kind of feel. It is, I, re- my, like, the, I feel like the section is quite nice. Yeah. Like, it's really... Um, I especially I know it's been the weather hasn't been too good lately, mm. um, and it's been really good just to go outside and you can hear those those birds chirping yeah. and um, just that real nature kind of um, kind of vibe you know that thing and I feel like again comparing to Auckland like you wouldn't really hear that yeah. you know it's yeah. it's this being that um, kind of rural community you get it's that sound of just of nothing kind of right, you know right. It's not like, you know, in the city where you're accustomed to it, like that, just the road traffic and, you know, that everyone seems so busy all the time and yeah. in a rush to get to somewhere. It's not like that in where I live. You know, it's yeah. you can go outside and it's really um, just calming, you know? Yeah, I think I think you appreciate nature like I do. And um, I'll touch on this specifically at your house. I was there one day. I don't think you were there. I don't know why you weren't there. But um, I'd stayed the night at your house. Your brother was obviously there. And um, I just went... It was like... I don't know. It was in the morning. It had been raining the day before. It was quite weird. I think I might have been barefoot too. But I just walked down past where the chickens were and went on a walk around there. And it was quite beautiful. I took some photos on my phone and it was just quite nice. Really? Yeah, I reckon... What next time I come, I have to we we'll have to go for a walk down there and uh, experience the nature because it's just so nice. It's like yeah, very. Um, you feel just like surrounded by nature. Like you go, you know, down and then around. If you know what I mean. Yeah, down the paddock around that pond area. Is yeah, there's that saying? little pond. Yeah. Now, is there a is there like an island in the middle of that pond? Yes. How do you know that? Well, because you can kind of see it, but oh, true. Can yeah. you get to it though? Um. So this kind of. I guess a long story. You can't get to it because obviously there's a pond there. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could, I guess, if you walked across the pond, yeah, yeah. but you get wet. And um, there are eels and frogs in the pond as well. So, yeah, probably wouldn't want to step in there. Mm-hmm. But um, we we do somewhere, and I'm not sure where it is because um, all the, oh, what are they called? The, the cattails. Yeah, they're all um, quite overgrown in that pond. So right, right. there is actually we have got a plank down there somewhere to get across, um, but I can't see it because of all the um, growth in there. But it is in there somewhere. I reckon one day we should go to your house and give it a bit of a trim. You know, I do a bit of gardening. Yeah, here no, I was there. I was thinking that like, that would be such a good idea. We could trim, um, and then in the middle you could. How big is it? Oh, it's not big. I mean, you could. It used to be awesome because. Um, when we'd play like um, Spotlight or right, Hide and Seek right. or something like that when we were little, um, you could yeah go in there and kind of just um, go on that bridge there and yeah. no one would ever find you. Mm. Yeah, so sneaky, sneaky. Um, yeah, but I think it's cool that you appreciate nature as well. I feel like oh yeah, you know, and um, because nature obviously is I feel like a gift. Yeah. You know, and we as as kaitiaki, as guardians, mm. are there to protect it. Yeah. And we also need to, I guess, acknowledge um, what nature does for us and then figure out how do we give back to nature yeah. ourselves as well. I feel I feel like very grounded when I'm in nature. Like mm. um, that sense of like, is it belonging? 
I want to yeah. say, yeah, is that the right word to use? I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. I'd yeah. say. My mum has, um, when I was younger, she used to uh, tell this thing to me that, like, um, when doing healing, mm. she would tell me, feel like there's roots coming out of your feet. So, like, your your feet, and you have roots in them, and they mm. extend down. And then you're the embedded earth. into the, yeah. the, the earth. And when I'm a, whenever I'm in nature, I try to experience that feeling, and that feeling is like a cue, and it makes me feel just like, I feel like I'm just in touch. And there's a lot of places around us that I've been to that have had beautiful nature, and especially over the, these holidays. But recently, I've been experiencing... Um, just to give you some context, we're in my um, uh, one of my lounges, and we're looking out behind us, and there's uh, to the garden in my backyard, and I've been experiencing that, experiencing that more, and just being outside more, and it's just quite nice to uh, take what little you can get where you have it, and yeah. experiencing nature where you can. I feel like though, um, in that kind of city environment, you don't get to experience yeah. it in the oh, same yeah. way. I feel it's just, that is, I guess, the negative mm. to that kind of, um, built those built-up areas, is that it's not really that um, calming kind of yeah. feeling. There's always that, um, what's the word? There's always that, uh, trying to think of the word, that kind of it's like, built up um there's always the, although there's nature there's there, no there's, nat- there's no real nature mm, I get what it's you all mean. like man made yeah, in, well, in, in a in a way those are planted exactly yeah it's not natural they're just yeah they're deliberately for looks yeah um well i've been i've been going on bike rides lately and when you came to my house i just came home for a bike ride yeah and um i've been loving those cuz i'll go down by the river and it's just nature mm. like um do you know, so there's our side of the river, and then the other side of the river, we ran at one time for a road race. There's yep. like trees on, so it's the other side, and there's trees, and there's a track that comes back to the bridge. Yep, that, I know the one, yep. Yeah, I, I I love biking through that. That's really cool. Um, I actually biked to Ryan's. True. Yep. Gave him a contactless delivery. Um, a scone. Gave yep. him a scone. Um, True. But we... Did we give you petrol money? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, he said he might start biking because the petrol prices are getting too high, but... Yes, but that's a story for later. Yeah, we might maybe 20 minutes. That. Yeah, maybe 20 <laughs> minutes. Or 10 minutes or something. Um, like we have a few, other than your house, we have a few shared place, places where we have experienced nature. Mm. The camping spot. Yeah. So it's... Um, what, what river is it? That is the... Uh, or just where is it roughly well it's Poplar Reserve right right um, that's the name of the area and it is the it does start with Mangahau mm, yeah. Mangahau River so basically to give uh, more context is my mate Ryan uh, he his great auntie and great uncle their farmland is like right next to the river and so um we've been there a few times for uh for camping uh we've been like for like two day trips and um we just stayed on the ground right next to the river and it's like we can just walk down to the river and we just camped there and then there's 
there's hills around there, um, there's some trees, but we don't usually go to them because they're on the other side by um, where the jumping spot is on the other side of the river. Oh, yeah, up on that cliff area. Yeah, you can climb up there, obviously, if you yeah. go upstairs. But to yeah. the big jump. Oh, well, not upstairs, but up the up the cliff there. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever, have you had much connection with nature there at the camping spot? Oh, for me, um, honestly, no. Mm. And um, I feel like, yes, there's that river there, which is um, beautiful. Yeah. But then I feel like that um, the one thing that, why, the one reason I'm saying no mm. is because there's that, all that farmland there. Yeah. Where we're camping on that, on that, just, it's all dairy farm and stuff right, like that. Right, right. And that kind of takes away from the nature, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for me, like my experience, um, and I was with Ryan and Jack um, and Palm as well. We are at the McLaren Falls mm. there. Um, that was up the, the Kaimai Ranges in, near Tauranga. And that was beautiful because you'd go there and yes... I mean, you're right. Next, you're about what, what, twenty minutes away from a major city. Yeah. But you head out there. It's right up the ranges. Um, just beautiful native trees. Those like sounds of tui around the area. Mm. You got a waterfall there. Like that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you actually kind of just segued into what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you where are the spots, like just beautiful nature spots you've been and oh, recently. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, that would be definitely one of the um, top ones there. Um, trying to think. Been to a few places, eh? Um, there and then um, Putaruru. Um, if you know, I'm not um, sure kind of north between between Topo and Cambridge. Right. Um, Putaruru. Um, there is... The Putaradu Blue Springs there, which oh, are yeah. beautiful as well. Um, been to them a few times. I try to go up when I'm heading through the Waikato. And, um, yeah, it's just um, out of Putaradu there is, yeah, it's, uh, in the name really, Blue Spring. And it's all a native, a bit of a native bush walk there. And that, that's really nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also even just the Waikato River as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, through there, that's just really obviously um it's quite a nice quite a nice hour yeah. yeah we um i was in cambridge i've got family in cambridge and um i went for a it's like with um my brother and some of my cousins and my uncle we went for a um, kayak down that river mm. and um they told us oh Wait, they no, they didn't give us any direction. My uncle had been there before, and he took us through like there's a few different streams, and we we got to some waterfalls where we were like right up real close to the waterfalls, and all you could hear was just like the splashing of that the waterfalls. That noise is just awesome. And it's it's a sick. Um, it was just like you're just surrounded by nature again, and it was just cool and like making your way, adventuring through nature and discovering mm. new nature that I haven't been to before. Yeah, there's loads of, I think, New Zealand, like, we are incredibly lucky to live in such a beautiful country because you can honestly drive 20 minutes yeah. and then you're at a place that looks completely different to oh, where you yeah. started. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been to a few waterfalls around around the, um, around 
New Zealand, around the North Island, and um, yeah, around, I'm not sure if you've been to it, Matt, but um, on the way to Raglan, there is the Bridal Vale Falls I there, not been um, between Hamilton and Raglan, and that, again, it's a beautiful waterfall, and it is just that noise of, you know, that water splashing yeah. the ground there, um, and also... Even even right here where we are, no people. A lot of people say the man or two. Oh, it's so boring. There's nothing here. But honestly, um, up by Ryan's house, if you keep going down Koteroa Road, um, the sledge track down there, that is just hmm. again, it's in that kind of, um, it's in the Tararua Ranges, obviously, but it's in that kind of um, mountainous kind of environment, and it's really yeah. native bush again, and there's beautiful um, walks and stuff that you can go through there with streams and all that so yeah it's quite that's quite nice too yeah um i haven't been i don't know can you get to the gorge walk anymore um the gorge walk yeah you can still go there you can still go there it's just um i feel obviously they've closed that road yeah but you can still yeah you can still um yeah there's the gorge walk is still open yeah because that's where i went i used to go to the gorge walk like probably like monthly yeah, a few years ago with my family, we just go on those walks, and that that's that's pretty cool. Um, but there's one spot where we're gonna go. Yep. In about was it less than a month? We're going to Mahia. Yes. Um, and this is so as we talked. If you've listened to Jack's podcast, we went there last year at the end of last year. Stayed for a few days, and we're gonna go back, oh, yeah. and we're gonna stay for. About four or five days. And now this is a place you haven't been. And I honestly can't wait for you to experience this because it's just more nature. Yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, that's me. Uh, Matt, a lot of the time, he <laughs> he calls me a tourist. Yep. And to be completely honest, I that is me. Um, I get, I some, like, I'm a big person to see. If I'll see something once, I might see it twice. But after that, nah. Yeah. I get sick of it. I want to do something new. Right. Um and then like for example Matt this camping spot he was talking about he always says oh yeah we want to go here and I always say why don't we try somewhere new because I've been there you know a few times and I feel um I just love experiencing new things I love going yeah. to new places yeah. and as I was saying New Zealand Aotearoa is a beautiful country and I think there's loads of things um loads of places around the country that are just beautiful and I'd love to you know go and um see what's on offer yeah yeah which um, is why i'm actually quite looking forward to my hair because it'll be a different experience um and just yeah something place i've never been before never been up the east coast so yeah, yeah. um it's a really cool cool place like obviously it's mostly beach which is different mm. to most of the nature spots we've been talking about and mostly ocean but um it has a significance to me so my mum's dad was Māori he came from Gisborne and so before I went to Mahia um, my mum gave me this tonga that I have right here yes and she wasn't going to give me it till I think I was 18 or till I left school one of the two or till I left home and then she was like you know what since you're going to Wairoa or I'm going to pass through there that's where um, my hongipapa he lived um he she was like you can have this and when i was there i was in uh in the ocean and i felt it i was like this is really cool it's awesome really significant that i'm connecting yeah. with somewhere where my family's from 
That's, yeah, that and that is that thing, and I feel like that's quite lucky. I mean, for me, yeah. I'm. A lot of people wouldn't actually think it, but I've never been back to my my Turanga Waiwai. Mm. Never been back there. Where is um, that? So it's, it's Tuhoi, and which I guess this is what makes it hard is that it is in the middle of absolutely nowhere, in right. the middle of the Te Uruetas. Not anywhere someone's going to go for a holiday destination. Right, right. Um, it's, I guess, from Rotorua, it's about, oh, it's between, halfway between, like, if you're driving from Wairua to Rotorua, it's, like, halfway between, right, or right. more towards Rotorua, maybe an hour and a half from Rotorua, but right. driving into the middle of nowhere, into the bush, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, hence why I've, I haven't been back. Um but yeah, it is something that I've always, I will do, hopefully, you know, in the yeah. next couple Wait, of years. You got a car now? Um, yeah. It's getting expensive, but yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah, well, I've been meaning to. I think it's just, yeah, something that, I don't know, I've never really had that opportunity with family, with Fano yeah. to go. I feel like going on my own, you know, I'd, mm. I would want to go with Fano, but there's never oh, been yeah. the opportunity. Um, but at least, I guess, you know, when we go to here and that. Yeah. There'll still be that for you, that connection there, and that'll be awesome. For me, though, I'll probably be in Gisborne a lot, as you know, because I'm a... Yeah. Well, um... Tourist. So, Jack was like, I don't know if Jack will go to Gisborne. He's, I yeah. don't know if I'll go Would to you Gisborne. be... Because, see, I'd like to go there just to have a look. I've never been yeah. to Gisborne, and, um, as I was saying, I'm a tourist, so I want to go and have a look and yeah. see what, um, Gizzy, what what's there in Gizzy, eh? Oh yeah, I'd be keen. I'll probably if we just go for a day trip or two, if if we need mm. restock on food. Um, going back to the tourist thing, so I think we're kind of of opposing mindsets. So yes, I definitely I obviously love seeing new things, but I'm a very if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I yeah. love going back to a spot multiple times, like the camping spot. Yeah. Um, Ma here, although I've only been there once, we're gonna go back a second time. Obviously, wherever my uh, families from like Taupor, Hawke's Bay, Clive, yeah. places, Rongatia even, I love going to Rongatia. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. alright. Um, and it's just like, I like to keep doing something if mm. I know it's going to work yeah. and I, I, um, I know that I can have fun at the camping spot, so I like going to the camping spot. But where do you think um, your... Uh, liking new things come from and does that carry over to your day-to-day life so not just exploring new places like um i don't know even if it's like food do you like trying new food like to be honest i mean no Mm. with food i kind of i mean i want to try new food but i don't know what food there is to try you know right and then a lot of it i'm not i i will admit a lot of food I'm like, oh no, I'm never gonna eat that, right? You know, because I'm like, oh no, that doesn't sound so, like it doesn't sound nice or anything yeah. like that. But then, um, um, yeah. But you are right. I think, like as you were saying, I'm sure you put on um the chat the other day. You did call me a tourist the other day, probably. Um, probably when <laughs> I was in Auckland, or something. I'm not I can't sure remember why I called you a tourist. But, but but yeah, no, but I do like with places, I love to see new places, I love to do new things. Food wise, um I will try new food. Yeah. But it depends what it is, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. 
Can you think of any other carryover for just wanting to try new things? Um, yeah, like, well, is music, yeah. like music and movies, I'll always say if there is um, a movie, like, what's well, a great movie, The Matrix. Yeah. And then I see something on Netflix that's just just been released, I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, that looks cool, I'd rather watch that, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, even though, I, I don't watch movies twice. Mm. I'll watch them once, and then if I've seen it, I mean, uh, yeah, I won't really watch it. If obviously, if someone's around, I might say this is a good movie, but I don't, I don't yeah. really watch it, you know. Um, so I don't know if that has any correlation. Yeah. But I just feel like once you've seen something, you've seen it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. What else would it would there be? I don't really know. Eh? Are there any places that break the pattern? So if you are, there places that you can just go to over and over again? Not really. Mm. I think, I mean, I'd love to go back to the mount. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the mount. I, I would love to go back to the mount. Um, but if I went there, I'd want to see different things. Yeah. Um, you know, like, obviously, there's still some places that I would keep going back to, like the Bayfield or Tauranga Crossing or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I'm not sure. I really, some places, I, I mean, obvious, I think you can agree. Some places you'd be like, nah, I'm never going to go back to oh, yeah. You know, um, like, like Kafia, um, place in the mm-hmm. Waikato by Raglan, never going to go back there again. But Raglan though, I definitely mm. want to go back to, you know, um, so yeah I guess it depends but again if someone offered me that opportunity do you want to go to Raglan or do you want to go to Christchurch I'd probably want to go to Christchurch because I haven't been yeah. you know I haven't seen what there is to see well, that makes sense yeah I think there's like for some places there are just there's just not that much you can do in some places yeah so like some places are like you can go there once and then you're just about seeing everything but then um I feel like in our limited time, last time we went to Mahia, although there's not too much to do because it's just Mahia, I think we didn't get to the limit of things that we can do. Like, we didn't, um, what I want to do when we go there, I'm going to go on a few hikes, if you're keen to come. Yes, that would be very in nature, wouldn't it? Yeah, obviously go to Gisborne. Um, even, even at nights, like, we didn't get so bored that we watched TV. Like, we yeah. barely did anything but just, like, hang around and be around each other, which is, um, I think, really cool. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But to movies, that that's an interesting point because I like to watch movies again and again. Like Yeah, but the thing is, why... And it, from my point of view, could I just ask you a question? Yeah. Why would you want to watch a movie again if you know what's going to happen? See, this because is... it ruins the movie because I thought for me anyway what I like in a movie is one that has that suspense I, I love a good thriller right. because it's that suspense right. but if you are watching a movie and you already know what's going to happen there's no suspense there there's no oh what's going to happen next because you already know you know what I mean I thought we might be making progress here because I like to watch movies again and again because um, there's a few reasons I like to see um, new things so I might spot Oh, I didn't know that last time, or I didn't see that last time, or I 
am not too worried about like if I'm watching a really suspenseful film with a twist and it's the second time I'm watching it I can still appreciate that and I can still appreciate the beauty of the film and I like to watch film a lot so I just yeah. like watching more film and even if it's the same film um, a lot of the time I don't really care if it's already been spoiled like yeah. I've seen Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith countless times um, there's a lot of that's probably the movie I've watched the most to be honest I've watched most of Lord of the Rings a few times um, and stuff like that a lot of the Marvel's movie movies I've rewatched, um, and I just it doesn't matter to me that the suspense is gone I know it's going to happen but it's like I like to watch it again I, I, I I've gone back to um, even with YouTube videos I've been watching a lot of Casey Neistat really do you know Casey Neistat? Um, I don't think so. No. So he's a um he's a vlogger, um Casey filmmaker. Who? Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat. Casey like Neistat. Neistat. So N E I S T A T. I don't know. No, I don't know. He's he's just like. Um, he just makes vlogs, but they're really cool vlogs. He puts a lot of effort into them, and he lives in New York, which I love. And I actually just watched, I rewatched two or three YouTube videos, which I had already seen before, and they were um, flight. He was going on a flight, and he was flying first class. Yeah. He was giving a review of, like, this really cool first class seat. And I was watching it for a second time, and I didn't really care. That I kind of already know what happened, because, one, it can jog my memory. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in a while. And two, I just like to appreciate excellence because he's a very good filmmaker. So I'm not sure how we can express that and um, translate that to seeing me wanting to go to a place again and again and you wanting to go to different places. Yeah, I think that actually there is that connection. Right. Because for me, like I said, I guess we'll, we'll uh, use that movie as an analogy and then I'll I'll, mm. I'll convert that to the place thing so um with with the um movie right, right. so like I was saying there's that suspense factor that I guess questioning of, of, of what's going to happen next you're not knowing mm. what's around every corner mm. and then this yeah see where I'm going <laughs> right, so right. this is how it translates to the places you won't if you haven't been there before, you are, you don't know what's around the corner, right? Yeah. And then, like, um, you can go wherever, and you're like, oh, you haven't seen it before, and it's that kind of, um, that feeling of, okay, like, this is, you know, it's something new, and it's um, progressing. Um, whereas if, say, we'd been to, okay, I've got an idea. Well, say there's a beach that we haven't we haven't been to. Yeah. It could be a really, really shitty beach or it could be a really nice beach, right? Yeah. But you wouldn't know until you went there. Right. Okay. And I guess that's that suspense thing. Is that, is it, like, obviously it's not suspenseful, but is it, you're thinking, I wonder what it's going to be like. It could be, it could be the best beach you've ever been to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you've got, Mahia, for example, or um, what's a beach that you've been to like multiple times? Waimarama? No, uh, probably. I haven't been to too many beaches. Um, 
Probably the ones around Napier. Yeah, it's true. So those, so, say those ones there. You've been to them like multiple times, yeah. right? You know that there's going to be a it's, a, it's a decent beach. Yeah, you know that. So obviously for you, it's like that Star Wars. You ain't gonna you. It's a good movie, yeah. so you're gonna keep wanting to watch it. That it's a good beach. You're gonna want to keep going there, right? But then I feel like that tourist thing for me is more about risk taking, yeah. and seeing. Yep, and seeing there that there's something kind of new coming. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah. And then say you know the amount of times that I've been somewhere and it's been shit. Yeah. Okay, I will. You know, not everywhere is beautiful, obviously. Right, right. But it's it's that taking the risk and the, because you can see something that is just amazing, and then um. You know, just that, I guess that thrill you get from seeing it the first, that first time. Yeah. Um, like when I went to Auckland um, last weekend, I've actually, and I will admit, I've never actually been to the Auckland CBD. Yeah. And it was just, oh, well I did, but I was really, really little, so I can't remember. Yeah. And um, I went there and I went around and I was like, whoa, like there was so many shops that I've never seen, like that I, you know, before with all these new things and... Um, like around the viaduct harbour there and it was obviously it was i really liked it right yeah um so yeah how would i know that that was there if i didn't it hadn't been there yeah you know what i mean that's that risk i guess you're taking and then i could go say um to porirua mm. which i'd yeah been there and i went there and i was like okay this wasn't really for me that's fine you know how would i know yeah, no, that's cool. Does um, that do you, does that make yeah, sense? I like, I feel that. like that's why I'm that kind of new, and that's why with the movies as well, I wouldn't rewatch a movie because mm. there's no where's that guess, where's that guessing, where's that kind of, you know, um, you're never seeing, you aren't seeing anything new if you've already seen it before. Yeah, and I really get a thrill out of seeing things that I have never seen for the first time. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, as you're saying, you go around a corner and you don't know what's there. Yeah. Like, I'll go around a corner, and because I, I like scenic drives. I fucking yeah. love scenic drives. My hair is a beautiful drive, and do you like scenic drives? I love scenic drives. I think the best drive, well, well I think really beautiful is just, um, and I drive it all the time, but the, like, Desert Road, Topol. Right. Desert Road and the lake. Yeah, I've. Coming into the lake and seeing the lake is so yeah. cool. Um, but with with my point of view is I'll be like I'll be driving and I like I know I know that around this corner, say, your example is Topor and the lake. As I know around this corner is this lake and I'm like I can't wait to see this because I've seen it before and I know yeah. how beautiful it is. I can't wait to see it again. Um, so I don't, yeah, it's, that's interesting. That. Yeah, but okay. Imagine if you were going and then you knew around that you'd. You were coming up to the corner, but you didn't know there was a lake there. Right. Imagine. I, I see the point. Okay, you're what I'm it. trying to say. I see it. Yeah. So imagine you were just driving around and nothing. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's a lake. Yeah. You know that kind of, like, oh, that's real cool. You know what I mean? That kind of. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Mm, I, we're getting, we've got yeah. somewhere today. Yeah. Um, that's super interesting. Um, now, driving. Yeah. Cars. Yep. Uh, you bought your first car at the start of last year. Yes, uh, first of March actually. First of first March, of March so last year. It was a year ago 
a month. No. Oh, a year. About and, a month. Yeah, yeah pretty so much. Yeah, a year yeah. and a month. Um, Simi, affectionately named Simi. Yes, uh, I Ryan actually named it. Um, honestly, still. Why do you call it Simi? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually where did don't the know. Where does come from? I don't know. I think I think, and this is from what I know. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like it was just a gag kind of thing. Yeah. But I think Semi because it was just meant to be like Hemi got a Semi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I, th- I think that's my reasoning. I'm not actually too sure if that's the case. But I don't know. Yeah. So it was a red Holden Cruise. Yeah. Um, you love that car. Yeah, I did. I honestly, no regrets with that car. Yeah. Um, it was. You know, it was a great car. I I know a lot of them do, and being honest, a lot of them do have problems. Yeah. They are quite, they are actually one of the most unreliable Holdens ever yeah. made, ever made. But I, mine was one of the lucky ones that I actually didn't have too many problems with it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you had So that. I loved that car. Yeah, I've had a few rides in that. Um it was very good it was I very smooth to drive you gotta that. admit very smooth to drive yeah I remember my first ride in that I think it was with Ryan yeah um, we were going to no we went to uh, my parents well our friend's house but my parents were at our friend's house and then we went for a drive and there was too many people in the car do you remember that yes was that at Charlotte's yep um, yeah um, so we drove I haven't had too many... I don't remember driving it too much. I know I've driven it a few times. I remember... I drove it by CH down... Not North... Is it north yes, street? down North Street. It is North Street. No, you... I, well, you never really wanted to. I know you have it here and there, but... Yeah. But I feel like you're on... Being on your restricted, you couldn't really... A specific... One specific thing I liked about that car, which is really weird, is your, your indicator, the sticks... Yeah. For some reason, I just liked the way they looked. Yeah, no, I did too. I, they were like the like cylinder. Yeah, and they were kind of like, did they like blow on them or something? Yeah, yeah, the blue yeah, lights yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that was cool. Um, And now you've got a new car. Yeah. Uh, maybe we have a name for it, Prezi, potentially. But that, oh, that's what I called it. Yeah, but it hasn't, no, I, hasn't, it hasn't set in yet. Hasn't, um, I was, I was thinking Spectre. Spectre's not bad. I but, can, but, mm, that's along the lines of how elegant it is. Audi A4? Yes. Audi A4. Um, I've driven it a few times. She's got a bit of kick. Yeah. She goes. Yeah. Um, it is, like, again, I really enjoy the car. Um, it's really smooth, and it's being the V6, it's got that really, like, deep pitched noise compared mm. to the the cruise i feel like one thing with the cruise is what i didn't like about it is it was a 1.8 liter engine and since it was quite a big well not a big car but you know it was it was a small engine in a decently sized car yeah and um quite a heavy car and it just didn't have any go it didn't right. have any get up and go if you would go up any hill you'd be revving at like 6,000 RPM and you'd be going up in like fourth gear at Struggling 100K. A it would just struggle. Foot flat on the on the ground. Yeah. Wouldn't get beginning anywhere. But now the um, Audi, yes, yeah, it's got 3.2 litres, so it's got quite a bit of power to it. Which the only bad thing though Petty. is petrol nowadays is, um, to be completely honest, that car is just as good. Like if, if you don't boost it, it's, it's pretty good on petrol. Yeah. Um, if anything, just as good as the cruise. But 
it's very hard to not boost it because of yeah. yeah. I mean, well, we just I you know I just boost everywhere. I yeah. just boost everywhere mm. because I don't know. I just like going fast. It's that thrill, eh? Just going fast. A yeah, lot, and I fast, think but it's less uh, velocity and it's more acceleration. Yeah, you like just like from stopping or from going relatively slow to going fast. It's that's more. That's what's more fun for me. The acceleration, like when you get that feeling and you're like stuck in your seat. Yeah. From that sudden changes. Mm. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to road trips, there are some fun, fun roads to drive. Like I like going on road trips because I like driving on fun roads and mm. the saddle. I like yep. the saddle. I hoon through the saddle. Well, that's a bit dangerous. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, but when we go to Mahia, that's like the saddle times too at points. Yeah. Well, I feel um, I feel like just talking about Manu 2 yeah, is yeah. what I think is so really boring about living in this in the Manu 2. It is on the plane. Yeah. So obviously all the roads are flat and it's just straight for like 20 k's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just nothing. Just straight. You got paddocks, you got nothing. You just yeah. Holding the wheel straight and it and it gets quite boring. Yeah. I feel like certain roads I really like roads with heaps of turns because they keep you interested, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean if we take for example from uh Palmas North to Rangatea. Boring drive. Very boring. I've driven it, I've biked it. Yeah, and it's just very. Sh- I mean, there's like you know, there's the bridge. Yeah, there's a bridge. There's a bridge, and there's there's there is one hill. Oh, one hill, yeah, one hill and a bridge, but it's not even much of a hill, let's be honest. Yeah, but you know, um, but taking it to Palmer's North now, taking it back to Jack's podcast again, we came to a or well, he came to a conclusion. I kind of came to a conclusion that. Palms North is a shithole. He um, referenced a quote from uh, this dude from Monty Python um, who basically said that Palms North is a shithole and there's nothing yeah. to do here. What do you think about that? I definitely, and me and Jack talk about this a lot, I definitely agree, okay? I feel like Palmerston North is, it just doesn't have a good reputation for itself. Mm. And um, I feel like there is nothing to do. And right. I know people say, oh, that's hypocritical. You live here. There's loads to do. You know what I mean? Um, yes, as I was saying earlier, there is that thing. You make your own fun. And that is awesome. But then there's also that, um, for me, that kind of thing where it's, it is just boring. You don't want to always... Because you can't always fun. make your own fun. Yeah, you don't... You know what I mean? And, yeah. and um, I guess day to day you can't be like obviously we love busy lives you can't just day to day do something different every day it's quite quite hard you know yeah um i mean yeah it's not on that level anyway but um it's just palmerston north it's i'd I'd love to talk about the roads but (laughs) i'll do that later on (laughs) i'm not sure if jack talked about that but me and Jack have talked about three hours on that topic, but it's right. just, it's just, it's flat. Yeah. And that kind of, again, it's boring. Right. Um, the weather, I think 
statistically wise, Manawatu is one of like the Palmerston North is one of the cloudiest yeah areas and most um recently we've had rainy good summers we have had a good summer this summer but it is generally what we're seeing today is what it's it is just like cloudy overcast most days of the year let's be kind honest. of gloomy um it's that gloomy kind of feeling and it's not even there's nothing really nice in manawatu i think palmerston north there is the there is Porkchop Hill, which is beautiful, I guess, hmm. looking over that the, over the city. But we, let's think about nature, okay? Right. We've got the Manawatu River. Oh, mm. Awesome. Oh, wait, the Manawatu River is the most polluted river <laughs> in New Zealand. Yeah. Okay? Sweet. So that's no river. But then it's all good because we did have um, Ahimati Reserve. You could, you know, a swimming hole there in the summer. It was awesome. Cool uh, off. Cool yeah. off there. But, um, oh, what happened? Four people drowned there. Yep. And we in couldn't January. go there. Yeah. Yeah, it was no. like, come on, let's go to the river. We've been going there heaps and then, oh, no. Yeah, all of a sudden, who placed on there and... Um... Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like everything we have here is just very average. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad, it's just... Yeah, it, I just feel like average. the best thing for Palmy is, it's not good, mm. but it's not... I mean, it's not bad, but it's not good either. Yeah. You know, it, it's just there's not much. I feel like um, it's it is a place like uh, my friends from around the country. Like it's not. Well, Palmerston North isn't exactly a holiday destination, is yeah. it? Because what is there here? Um, you know, I feel like you've got the square. Yeah. But you've done that. Well, that asked. You know. You've yeah. Got I mean, river. I haven't actually been to the square and gone through yeah. the. Square since I was probably yeah. year nine. You got that, you got the plaza. But once I haven't you've been, been to the plaza. And, yeah. But then again, most places have, you know, something like that. And it, it is just quite, yeah, it's boring. And then as well, crime is at the moment is exceptionally bad. I actually don't know that. At the moment in Palmerston North. We're talking car thefts. It's like 15 a day. Have you noticed there has been a rapid... In the last couple of months, there has been a huge increase in car thefts. Palmerston North, well, it did have the second highest amount of car thefts. I think it's the highest now. Um, it was behind, like, Porirua or something like right. that. And I think it's number one now. And it's just... Um, it You know, it is, it, yeah, it's just that flat kind of nothing there. Mm. Um, I think the council's done a really good job in the last few years trying to improve the city yeah. but it is oh yeah um definitely there's like, been loads of new initiatives done and um around like nature walks and stuff like that which mm, are awesome like like the new bridge the linton walk yeah awesome that one yes yeah but it is still it's for a young person and i think that's yeah from me and you, from our perspective right people. we are young people not, and and i can understand the what's the word the um Appeal, yeah, that's the word. I can understand the appeal to like an older generation person, yeah, because Palmerston North, yes, it is a place where it is nothing, it is it's an easygoing place, you know what I mean? It is, um, yeah, just really, really chill, yeah. I feel like, but for a young person, we we want to be doing stuff all the time, Mm. we want to be going out, we want to be doing this and this, but you can't do that here, and um. That's why, you know, I feel like it's just Palmy hasn't got to be a, a good reputation because what is there, you know, Palmy and Hamilton are the two only two cities um, in the 
North Island anyway. Actually, no, in the if I think about the North and the South Island, right? Mm-hmm. In the, the whole of New Zealand, they are inland. Mm. All the other cities are on the coast. Yeah. So they have the beach. Instantly they have the beach. And yeah, then they've got that yeah. kind of, you know, sea well, they've got like beach a, vibe. They've got like a lake. Um, or, or yeah, or a lake. You know, like Rotorua, um, obviously that's in there, but it's got the lake there. Hmm. Pretty much everywhere else has a beach, apart yeah. from Hamilton. Um, and then, you know, and it's like Hamilton is, I think, similar to Palmy, but that's a lot more built up. Um, more, there's more obviously higher population so there is more things there hamilton's also um it's not as flat no it's not as flat so there's hills i think that that's another thing that kind of makes it more interesting is yeah that here is yeah, we've got flat no beach virtually no river so what is there you know it's just not really not really that cool i think and as well the roads i'm not sure if jack was talking was jack talking about the roads I don't think he did. Okay. No, he well, didn't. the roads here, and after driving around, like, I, you know how I try to get out around the country as much as I can. Yeah. The roads here are terrible compared to the rest of the country. Have mm. you noticed the amount of potholes? There's... And, and just uneven and just horrible. And the, I mean, the drivers as well. But anyway, the roads here are so poorly, like... The, our infrastructure in general was just so far behind the rest of the country. Yeah. If you head up to um, around like Tauranga, Hamilton, mm. Auckland, even Taupo, the roads there are really smooth, yeah, um, easy to drive on. Here's not the same. We've got like if you've ever driven down Pioneer Highway, it's just <laughs> the whole yeah. way because it is not smooth at all. It's so uneven. So that's another thing that I really hate. I just feel like the one thing going for Palmerston North, and I think I feel like you could agree with me, right? Um, is that the location? It's central to all the other good places. I know what you mean. Yeah. So we've got you know obviously Napier's what two and a half hours. Yeah. New Plymouth two and a half hours. Like yeah. Wellington. Yeah, Wellington like, an hour and a half, yeah. two hours. Um, with. With the transmission gully and Autaki Expressway, that was meant to be completed, obviously, but that, that's another story for another day. But when that's done, hopefully in the next, I don't know, few months or so, then it will be like an hour, 15 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, that is the only, that is the positive about Palmy. It's it's a great place to be if you want to go to other places. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you don't want to stay in the place, you want to go to other places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's good to, because the other places the the good places are like just down yeah. the road yeah pretty I, much i think um and i don't know what it's like in different cities and different places because i don't live there yeah but especially in winter and mm. even now when the weather starts yeah. getting pretty shit like people we as uh young people we don't really do much outside like there's nothing to do outside mm, and in no. the summer we might go to the river we might go but yeah that's about it but well in summer the thing is here in summer there isn't much to do yeah either like because the river's been taken away from us like, i was in new plymouth with my mates there in the summer and they just go to the beach every day yeah fair enough you know awesome but you yeah. can't really do that here 
and even in the beaches. I mean, obviously, Foxton's <laughs> probably the best beach. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm luckier to live in Rongotia because it's only like 15 minutes to Foxton, but right. from here it's what 35 minutes. Something like that. So you know that is a bit of a bit of a mish to get out there, and even then the sand, black sand, so it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> bare feet. Oh, um, yeah. But it's just. Um, what you said about roads is funny because I have uh, the way I drive to school is um, I go basically all the way up Albert. Yeah. And there's a roundabout. Do you know where the uh, or the the Domino's is? Yeah, so, um, church, like, Church Street? Is that that roundabout there? Church I think Street? it might be. Yeah. Church Street and or Ferguson, there's the two. The way I drive when I'm coming home... Yeah. Um, in that roundabout, going into the roundabout, there's, like, a pothole. Yeah. And it's been patched up, but people keep driving over it. So yeah. it gets shitty and shittier and shittier. Yeah. And it's I like think I did that. It's really quite a bit... Uh, yeah. 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 And so you have to go to the right of it. And I've yeah. driven over that for the past probably, like six months yeah uh they fixed it once and then they fixed it again mm. but probably because it's such a high uh traffic volume road it's probably hard to properly fix but yeah, surely yeah. they can fix it. that's what i see i will admit like considering the amount of roadworks that are around the place at the moment yeah it makes you wonder what the hell are they doing <laughs> what kind of road because the roads are still shit <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so it's like i don't understand um, what's actually going on there because yeah it's just you can drive in like Auckland or whatever and the roads so smooth I think it's they use asphalt or something like that but it's just really the noise you know from the road really good yeah. here it's just nah and I just I don't know I don't I don't like it but it's a thing yeah I don't know what if that's up to the council or the government I'm not sure but um something i could figure find out from my role yeah but um yeah no it's just um with my friends they live in auckland and they are really keen to come down here yeah and i told them when i was i saw them on um saturday i said you are gonna hate it and pardon me <laughs> because they had the audacity to say to me when i said when i said oh yo what's there to do in auckland they said oh yeah auckland's really boring eh? there's like nothing to do i'm like the audacity to say that, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they live in the biggest city in in New Zealand and they're saying there's nothing to do there. So I'm like, well, what the hell do you think there is to do in the rest of the country, you know? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I kind of told them, though, when they come down to Palmy, they'll hate it. But then it means we can go to Wellington and then they'll like it there. What's your favourite city, just based on this is city? So not based on, say, the mount has beaches. Um, yeah. What's your favourite city just based on the city? On the city. Like the actual yeah. being in... Like the culture? Yeah, being in... Just being in the area of like... um, Like, I guess like the CBDs and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, to being. be honest, my favourite would probably be Wellington. Mm. Oh, and I literally... So I was thinking about Wellington and that's why I asked you this yeah. question. Because, because I feel like... Tauranga... Awesome. Yeah. The mount is beautiful because it's got the beach and the mount. But if you're excluding the the, the natural like a, aspects of like it. It's like a beach. It's that culture. In Wellington, the culture is just so... It's so close to Palmy, but it's so different. Oh. 
it's so bright, you know, vibrant you've got, yeah you've got that kind of really youthful and i don't know if jack talked about it on the we podcast <laughs> but wellington we me jack and oh you were there as well we went mm-hmm. on that trip yeah, and, and it is just a youth really youthful uh vibrant kind of active culture you know something that you don't get here yeah and that's another thing with palmy is you've got to admit the culture here there's yeah. no there's no culture here yeah like what is the culture like i got to admit as well the like fashion wise here oh pretty pretty, pretty just shitty <laughs> sport casual Horrible. it's sport casual i'm i'm it's not even sport ca- it's just wear whatever really let's yeah. be honest it's just short and t-shirt and you got a, you got a few few uh fly dressing people a few jeans yeah you get a couple like you get Jack. a you get a few people here that and try that's dress why nice he Belongs the trendsetters. The trendsetters. So so much like he was belonged in Wellington when we went there. Mm. What we called it is soul. Wellington has a soul. Yeah, that's the one that sort of soul. Palmerston North is soulless. It is. It is um, because it is. I don't know. How do I say? It's no. Another thing that just Jackson. I feel like Palm Palmerston North doesn't fit into any category. <laughs> you know what I mean. It just doesn't fit into a category, and it's just so different. It's just so bland. Right. So, so bland, because, I mean, not only the weather is bland, yeah. the, the like, re- the, the, the shopping and stuff like that, bland. The fashion is very bland. I just, like I was saying, it's just, what I'm wearing right now, typical palmy, isn't it? Yeah. What you're wearing right now, Typical palmy. You know, it's like, would I wear this into the CBD of Auckland? Probably not. See, what I think the problem is, is that we're a city and we're um, relatively in the middle of places and we're also a, um, we're a big distributor of um, just like things. Like we're one of the, uh, Mm. like we've got our, our DC distribution center. Yeah, Milson around our Prado Drive. Yeah, so that, but, why do we dis- distribute so much, but our shops and everything is just... We have bad shops. Like, we mm. don't have any... Our, good shops, yeah. Our shoe stores, you can't get good basketball shoes. Mm. I, go, I go to Wellington or Hamilton, yeah. they have foot lockers. Um, even yeah. clothes-wise, we don't have very good stores. So how are we a city that's based... based Like, one of the biggest highlights of Palmas North is the square... Yeah, but the shops there aren't even that great. Yeah, that is the thing. It's the like shopping experience wise. I think you've got, you know, um, just it's just odd. I feel because I feel like Palmerston North could do a lot better if they had that access. Mm. And maybe is that a reason why the fashion here is so bland? Maybe because it isn't that kind of like, um, you know, I feel like H and M. Yeah. Um. If you know what, do you know H and M is? It's a low cost, yeah. like a really. It's the clothes are really cheap, but I actually find like like a lot of them actually like pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And are around around the country, but there isn't one here. I feel like it would do really well yeah. in Palmerston North because of the not only the cost, but just you know it's like a designer, and then um you've got well not designer but you know, um, and then loads of other shops. What what else? No foot lockers. No Nikes. No, no Nikes. Adidas's. No foot lockers. No, no hypes. No yeah. North Beach. Mind you, North Beach probably wouldn't do too well here, would it? 
because yeah. who the hell like you know yeah, no. I mean, no the people here aren't going to be <laughs> anyway well that's like no really surfy people here but yeah oh yeah and it's like there's also no like well in um Wellington yeah there was thrift stores and those are really cool mm. we went in there did you yes, end up buying yes, jeans I did, I did yeah I bought some no, Tommy, chinos some Tommy jeans yeah and then um they also have I went down to Wellington to buy some records and there mm. was like two record stores within like four yeah. shops of each other. Yeah. It was actually on the other side of the street from the thrift store that we went to. True. Yeah. And then um, we don't have any, like our, the only place to get records in Palmy is JB Hi-Fi. And yeah, it's not like you don't get the same feel. It's of, not really that it kind of, it's not that, um, What's the word? It's an experience. It's not that experience, yeah. It's just that kind of... That's just going into a big box setting. Yeah. Just getting the record. It's not that person... It doesn't have that personality, if yeah. that makes sense. Right. Um. What, what, can I ask you, though, Matt? What is your favourite city? My favourite city? I'd probably have to say Wellington as well. Yeah. I go to Wellington when I want to go to a city. To a nice city. Yeah. You know? Um... Hamilton, I feel like the most. Even I, like I feel, so the I feel quite sad. I feel bad for Hamilton. I feel like it gets a bad rap. Yeah, because to be honest, Hamilton's actually quite nice. I feel, but yeah. mind you, that might just be coming because it's from a part. Like I'm from here, and yeah, yeah. it's like it's like gold to us, and we're just like you know, yeah, shit. but. I don't know, because I've been to the base a few times in Hamilton, and I always seem mm. to get bored there. I always just seem yeah, to same, run out of stuff same. to do. It is, the base has everything, but it is just really, I don't know, what what do I say about the base? Yeah. It's... Is it just the way plazas are? My, yeah, I feel like, like it is, yeah. When you walk around Wellington and you're walking in the streets, there's like a sense of life. True, and a, yes. And a, a plaza, it's... Yeah, there are no, people I think walking you're right. around, Malls, but you're they just don't really have that kind of. It, it's not really. Is it being outside? Do you reckon? Maybe it is, and maybe that's that nature thing. Mm. You're, because when you're walking, walking around, down Wellington Lane, like yeah. Lambton Key or something like that, yeah, it's just that really like eerie kind of. You know, you got that yeah that life that life that soul right in that kind of we say we talk about the base, Hamilton huge. We're saying, oh, is it the shit? And I guess that can brings us on to what we were saying before, is, oh, we don't have any shops. Yeah. Well, the base has pretty much all the shops, right? But it's... But it still lacks that life. So maybe yeah. it is actually that outdoors kind of setting. Um, mm. And Sylvia Park as well. I don't know if you've been to Sylvia Park. I haven't. But that's the biggest shopping mall in, in the country. Yeah. Similar thing. I mean, yeah, it's got all the shops there, but it's not really... It's just like the plaza, just bigger, you know. Yeah. Have you so. have you been upstairs in the base? You know, and there's like up those... Hoyts and where Hoyts is and stuff. I'm not... The cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upstairs is really depressing. It feels like there's nothing. Yeah, there. it feels like it's under construction, eh? Yeah, yeah. It just feels it's like... just white. It feels it's very blank. blank. Yeah, blank, blank. Yes, yeah, so I. <laughs> it feels. We were talking about this. Me and my friend Hiram, um, who lives in Hamilton, we were yeah. talking about this. It feels like there's meant to be a shop there, but there isn't. It's you know? like, um, oh. 
The food court there is actually not too bad, though. Food court's pretty good. I think yeah. as well because it's got that outdoor area. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's quite, that's quite good. I like I like the food court at the base. Trying to... Oh, there's like... Um, Have you been to the centre place? I haven't. I don't, oh, oh, that's I that's quite nice. That's in the that's in Hamilton city centre, and that's um it's it's a mall, but it's all outdoors as well. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that's quite cool. But yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of want to get onto something more positive because I feel like we have just been kind of shit talking. We have, yeah. So we have. I want to get onto you and your future. Tell me what good things you're going to be doing in the near future. Um, and even more distant future. Yeah, I think, um, well, obviously, I'm, I'm really passionate about, like, Mātauranga Māori, which is, yep. um, Māori knowledge, working at how to, like, incorporate that and apply it into everyday society on a daily basis to benefit both Māori and non-Māori. Yeah. And so that's why, um, next year I'm really keen to go to, yeah, the University of Auckland, um, doing a commerce and health um, conjoint degree, which is over four years. Right. And um, I'm really, really, really passionate about commerce. I love commerce. I love accounting. I love economics. I, I actually enjoy that stuff. A lot of stuff that, you know, I kind of, I mean, I'm, you, I know that I enjoy it when I go home and tell mom about what I learned in school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's right, how you know yeah, you like yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it's just... I, I'm actually doing that because I like to do it, not because, like my other subjects, where I'm just doing it for the credits. Right. You know, yeah. I'm I'm learning to actually learn, to understand, not just to get the credits. But, um, so I'm doing that. And then I also, the health, um, I want to do that because to benefit Māori. Yeah. Um, because as we know, Māori make up the worst of the statistics in all areas. Health smoking obesity diabetes um drug abuse alcohol addiction stuff like that yeah in kate so that and that's that's the health issues what does that lead to health uh, health so what is those can i ask yeah what do those say what does smoking drug abuse whatever lead to what every issue i'd say like feeds into other issues Mm. so Health issues, well, one, they feed directly they're expensive. To, yep, expensive. And just like your monetary situation. Yep. So like poverty. Poverty. Yeah, Sweet. so if you're, if you're from a family where your parents have maybe had bad health and they've had to spend a lot of money on getting themselves healthier and then you're, you know, you don't have as much money now and then it's like a compounding effect that you might not be able to provide your... I don't know, so your children with the same clothes and they yeah. might get cold and then they might get sick and then they... Yep. More health problems and it's like a... So these um, that say smoking, expensive, poverty, looking at on a surface level, um, you know, and you've got that. What else does that lead to? Crime. Crime. So, okay, and then we can link the three sectors together. We've got health, poverty and crime all come together. Yeah. Drug abuse goes to obviously directly to crime and poverty so it's like you know it's a big it's a it's a flow on and the issue with me is i find a lot of whanau are stuck in the spiral yeah it's really sad and i've talked to you about this before man Mm. it's that's that downward spiral 
say you're brought up into a into a family where you get your parents are on meth. Yeah. Smokers, alcoholics, whatever. Why would you not like what I'm? How do I explain this? If your parents are like that, of course there's a much greater chance that the kid is going to be like that. For sure. Because they For don't sure. know any different, and then that's what they see. Obviously, people in your life, your parents are your role models, right? Yeah. You see that, and then you're just going to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, why? And then with people like that, obviously, they aren't going to push you to be anything else. So it's quite hard, you know? And um, it is that spiral, and then it's got more. And then how do you break that trend? Yeah. And that's why I want to do that and help my people when I go off to uni. Yeah. Plus all the scholarships, you know. Yeah, so I I know your situation, I know your situation as a youth MP, and what I want to ask you about specifically yeah. is how do you think that we can improve our education system for youth Māori to prevent those spirals and to give mm. them more education to help them live a better life Yeah. and have better health and prevent poverty and prevent crime? Well, that is... Oh, like. I feel like that is a question that people have been wanting to answer for a long time. Right. But my take on it is, um, obviously, there's no one solution. Yeah. The issue course. is, at the moment, is school. I feel like a lot of schools is like one size fits all. But mm. that's not how mm. it works. Have you noticed that? Oh, for sure. The curriculum is just... Yeah. It actually is one size fits all. You do this, that's how it works. You don't question it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you don't... If you question it, if you fail, well... No credits... Do or drop out, yeah. whatever. Just be like your parents. Yeah. I feel like we need to figure out an education system that we can use to it that can adapt to each student and each you know each child, and work out okay, and what are you passionate about? Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm. And find those things that people enjoy doing. What are those things that make them click? What What is it that they want to do? What is it that they enjoy? Yeah. And then build their education program around that. Yeah. Oh, Rather sure. than building an education program focused along the mainstream. Yeah. Okay, because then it's just, yeah, it is that mainstream. And then obviously if you don't enjoy it, you aren't going to want to do it, right? And then you're going to just, oh, yep, not achieve, drop out, be like drug addict, whatever. Yeah. So you need a, the main focus is keeping them in school and finding out what is it that they love to do and yeah i think we need to build an education system around the student and not the and not the oh what's the word the kind of standard it's like my opinion on it do you uh, do you you know what i'm trying yeah, to say so i, I want to piggyback off your ideas because i've been thinking about this lot and through my experience in school and as a junior, year nine and year ten, yep. you have some subject options, but most of it, mm. you're as courses. You're um, all learning core, the same thing. Core subjects, and you're yep. you're still going to do that. But I think the the place um, that this what you're talking about is most important is the senior school, it's because not not only are you introduced to NCEA, but you get more you get to pick your subjects. You get more options. Yes. I think the important thing is is that. NCA is very built that you can easily spend your whole year trying to get credits and spend your whole year um, mm. playing the system. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pass NCA and I can play my whole year to that, but I'm not necessarily going to 
learn stuff or learn stuff that I'm no. going to be passionate about because yeah. to to pass NCEA, you might have to take some subjects that you don't want to do. And I think that it's important that we are able to make people uh, succeed in doing what they're passionate about because I think that my the problem, and I've experienced this, is that sometimes because you're expected to do a science but I don't want it so last year I didn't want to do physics or chemistry towards the end of the year I didn't really feel like doing it I wasn't interested in it I wasn't passionate in it I was interest, interested in calculus and because of my teacher I was really interested in English um, I wasn't too interested in French um, for different reasons but there was one teacher who helped me into French and you made a point before that you enjoy economics and I think that's amazing. And then you should pursue economics and have that as something that you do. Mm, but I feel like too, but it's just, yeah. a lot of kids, I don't know whether it's they can't find something or they don't have something or whether our school doesn't provide something that, or the, the not our school, our education system, NCA doesn't provide something that they can be passionate about and that they can get a job through. And so people just get stuck doing things that they don't want to do and then they drop out. Um, but I think one of the good things is is that uh, our school is more and more encouraging people to get into trades. Mm. And I think that's really good because there are, you know, if you're in year 12, year 13 and you don't like school, um, especially year 12, why not yep. get a head start? Why not get a year early, go into an apprenticeship, yeah, definitely. start earning, earning some money? Definitely, um, I think the the great thing, and as well, it is improving. It definitely yeah. is improving. Yeah. But like what you were saying, what I was saying earlier, is that a lot of people that NCEA is based on a system. Say we'll take, we we'll just say like, um, maths, for yeah. example. Right. We'll just go level one maths. Yeah. Um, obviously compulsory for every student in New Zealand to do level one maths. Right. And there are, say there's, oh, in maths, level one maths, say there's like three externals and, I don't know, two internals or something like that. Yeah. Um, they are made, those papers, those, um, the ex- like those examination papers, for example, we'll just talk about any external paper in maths. Yeah. That's made by, you know, a small one person, or if not a small group of people, right? That is made for every student in the country. Yeah, every single student is doing that same paper, right? Yeah, that does not. How's that going to work? Because that means they all learning the same thing. So, do the do you think that every person, because no person's the same, right? Yeah. So would every person enjoy that same? paper yeah if that makes sense um which is why it's that thing is a lot of people they they don't enjoy it Mm. so they what they do is they learn not because they want to understand but because they want to get the credits oh yeah for sure and how does that help you're you're learning stuff to get the credits you're you aren't learning it because you want to know what yeah. it means yeah yeah definitely so in the end of the day are you really learning anything yeah because because after you know you'll do the exam and then you'll and you forget about forget it. it exactly yeah. what a waste of time that was if you were say you really enjoyed building if you're learning how to do extra things to be a builder 
you're going to retain that information because you enjoy that and that is something oh yeah i can use that later on. i can use that for what i want to do is my career you know what i mean yeah you're going to retain that information mm. but are you gonna like remember how to get the pythagoras theorem or whatever yeah just because you have to do it just because you have to do it because you're forced to do it you know what i mean it's just yeah yeah. i fully understand that like i think that's um and i would like to look into more how doing something that you enjoy or are passionate about affects how much you memorize something definitely will improve it yeah i'm i I would really like to look into that because i think it is um you know a lot of i can't remember jack shit about some of my chemistry exams last year because i was doing it to um, for the credits just to do it but i could basically tell you my english essay that i wrote last year because i was so passionate about Mm. it and because i enjoyed writing it so much um and that just tells you a lot about i don't know the education system yeah um it it's not such a simple thing i feel like we are talking about in a simple way but it's going to take years and years but I think one thing, um, passionate teachers go a long way, and because you have different teachers every year, or you might have had some same teachers, say for commerce, um, you know, I've experienced different teachers, some that are very good, and some that aren't as good, and I think that a teacher goes a long way in affecting your how passionate you are in a course. Definitely. And, you know, just your schooling life. Like, great teachers are going to help you go further. If you've got a really nice, supportive teacher... Yeah. Obviously, you're going to enjoy the subject more. And the sad thing is about our school that we go to. um, I feel like some teachers there... I feel like some of them are there because... Or one in particular is there not because he wants to teach, but because of their authority... Right, right. You know, have that authority. Mm. And that's not really... And I know the boys that are in his class. It's just not really... I get what you mean. They don't... Obviously, they don't enjoy it. Yeah. I've got um, a teacher who helped me out in chemistry a lot last year. So I was really disinterested in chemistry. Do you know the teacher I'm talking about who I had last year? Yes. Yes. The doctor. Yeah. I don't want to name a name for privacy reasons, but... She was really great because... She was. She was... Um, I know she is a great teacher. She oh, helps yeah. me out too. So I was very, very disinterested. Did you get much homework from them? From, um, from here? It's kind of do what you can, but there was a decent amount. But one thing I want to highlight is at the end of the year, we had an internal called... Um, Redox. I don't know. Uh, it might have been Redox or it might have been Spectroscopy or something like that. Basically... We did a practice and I failed. Yeah. So we did a practice internal and I failed. And then after we got the results, she pulled me over at the end of class and she was like, look, I know you might not be too interested, but I'm going to show you really quick how you can get an achieved. And mm. um, I spent, I was like, okay, this is really cool. My teacher wants to help me out. I spent 20 minutes at the um, during lunchtime maybe it was this i don't know and she helped me showed me what to do um i was more interested because she showed Mm. you know so i did some homework at home and i actually practiced it myself and then i passed the internal and i think it goes a long way to have 
just some really supportive teachers that are um, just cool and they help you like um, English my last two years last year I had um, do you know I had for English last year? I think you had him with yes. Jack and you know. Yes, yes, yes. And um, he's got an interesting way of teaching, but me and him, I, I found myself staying in after class to talk to him about ideas that I had, and I had a really enjoyable time in English that year because, one, uh, we had a really cool movie, Shawshank Redemption, and two, um, it's muted. Yeah, I know, I'm just... Oh, okay. Um, and two, uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say, but he was just... It was kind of funny as well. And then this year, I have another teacher um, who's also a business teacher. Do you know who I'm talking about? She teaches English and business. She's your speech coordinator. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um and she's been really cool because I again I've been you, wait you had her for business saying you ten yeah um oh. I find myself staying in again we're doing an internal right now about connections and I'm bouncing ideas off her and she's helping me and it just pays so much to have teachers that you can have a good relationship with yes <laughs> yes well bit of a delay there oh. I was listening no, I was I was waiting for you to make a comment, but oh, true. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. no. I think yeah, that definitely um, improves it. Yeah. Um. All right. So I've got a question that I asked Jack. Yeah, I was gonna ask what is the question because I know I was obviously I said to you at school. Is there gonna so be a question on Facetime? Oh yeah, on Facetime. Because is there going to be a question that you're going to ask everyone? And then you said yes, and my answer will be very different to Jack's. <laughs> yeah okay so this question um you may be familiar with this question three yeah. people yeah dead or alive any time in history to have dinner with who are you picking oh um i honestly have no idea well think <laughs> oh, okay dinner i would like to have dinner with dead or alive this is not easy do you want me to give you what Jack put yeah tell me what Jack okay, put so no, I'm not going to say Hitler okay um, or, or um, whoever the Stalin uh, or anything yeah I don't know if you'll be familiar with everyone but yeah one Da Vinci yeah two Wilk Chamberlain yeah was a basketball player and three he picked a fictional character Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver. They're all very psychopathic <laughs> yeah. people. Okay, sweet. I would probably get, if I'm thinking dead or alive, I would like to have dinner with Martin Luther King. Right. Junior. Yep. Um, because I would like to hear what he, obviously he did some amazing things with black, um, you know, black, the black, uh, the, the black movement. The movement, and, yeah. Yeah, in the 60s and the 70s. And that was, you know, awesome. And that's something, I guess, Māori need to do similar. Right. I would like to also have... So, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. I'd like to have dinner with... Ooh. He's putting you on the spot here. Yeah. 
this is not easy. Really, actually, quite hard. Um, I think this kind of tells uh, a difference between you and Jack. I feel like Jack's very just. Yeah. Well, I am. You know, I'm quite. I am very analytical. Oh, I don't know. I think me and Jack at this kind of thing when I'm put on the spot, I'm not. But when Jack, because I'm more of a person, Jack. No. Me and Jake were talking about it. Me and him are very different because one of us is really like thought out and planned. Yeah. And one of us is not. You're the one who's thought out and planned. I'm the one. That's right. Yes. No, I'm the one that's thought out and planned. And Jack he, just goes with the flow. He's spontaneous and that's what, how we get on so well. And that's also how I argue, have arguments with some. Anyway, sometimes. But um, Back to the matter at hand. So I've got Martin Luther King Jr. I would probably want to do like... My great, great granddad or something. Right. Mm, like really like far up the, you know. Yeah, just someone. I'm not too sure exactly, but just up up the tree somewhere. You'd have to look at the family tree. Yeah, I'd have to look at the family tree. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so I'd want to do that just to do, you know, talk about, see what, like, see, know a bit more about my family from back right. then. And see the you know see the struggles or the successes that have yeah happened and what find out what I guess became to make me you know what I mean yeah and then finally I'd want to have dinner with jailed what's his name huh jailed jailed went to jail for freedom South Africa Nelson Mandela ah oh, there we go Nelson Mandela so you have I I actually, uh, yeah, I feel like I was put on the spot there. I, I actually, to be honest, I don't even know. But I feel like yeah, Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, and someone up my family would be a cool, good idea. So that's the answer you've produced on the spot. Might not be your actual answer, but yeah, I was that's panicking. An answer. Yeah, okay. that's all right. Well, thanks for coming on the pod. Um, again, I hope to see you soon. Um, maybe with someone else, as Jack said, maybe you two could be on a pod together. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, I could no, just make you guys debate. Yeah, no, me and Jack don't really debate. We actually agree with most things. All right, so I'll get Quinn on then. No, <laughs> because if Quinn, well, I mean, if you really want it, but I could not stand an hour and a half talking to him. Maybe you know, I run out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being on the pod. Um, yeah. No, it's been awesome. Thanks for having me, Matt. I really appreciate it. And um, you know. I just want to say thanks for listening um, to my voice for the last hour and a half. <laughs> um, I know it can be quite hard after about five minutes, so nah, really appreciate it. Sweet. Sweet. That's us. That's us.